Welcome, everybody, to another episode of FM Soccer Talk. I am your host, Franco Franzis, and I have my best friend right here, Paolo oh. Solari, and my other best friend, what? Tito Morera. Tito. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're here to get on the show. Oh. What's great, and for the first time in a long time, I'm in person with Paolo. Unfortunately, Tito could not be with us, but that's probably because he's in Texas. Yeah. So I think, I think he's at the right distance. Yeah, it's pretty, I think you're COVID safe down in you know, from us right now. We're good. We're good. At the moment, yeah, I don't think I could go through any microphones, cables. Thank God. It hasn't been tested. They haven't said anything yet, so I don't they know. haven't said anything. Yeah, I know. But what's good is that alcohol kills it. And we have our Jameson here with us today. Uh, please, please. We're soccer. Jameson. Please. Jameson. 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 Rodriguez. Jameson. I can't believe there's not a soccer player out there named Jameson. It sounds like hummus. It's gonna be Hamas's son, Hamison. Uh, Hamas. Would he be would he be Asian though? Would he then be Hamison? <laughs> oh, now you're going into Daniel's son, Daniel like son. Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe, right? Yeah. Maybe. All right. So we have a fun episode for you tonight. So what's the us. date? What's it? It's December 18th. And yeah. we decided that we're gonna do a 2020 recap show. So basically talking about everything that happened this year in soccer, so stuff that we talked about. Basically, just talking about our favorite podcasts, and we're just going to relive those moments for you. So it should be good. Which mm-hmm. podcast is that? Our podcast, the FM. Fucking Stop right. Right? Right? It's a good one. So we yeah. actually did good right. this year. What did I say? We released 21 episodes yeah. this year. That's really good. That's really solid. That's, uh, how many weeks in a year? Uh, 52. 52. And you divide it by two as 26. That means that we only miss five every other week. Yeah, but we also we, had we, we had what eight uh, stories. Stories FM soccer talk stories. So we did have some FM stories. We were at a conference. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're gonna get into that. So twenty twenty so, was a, we did all right. Let's rewind all the way back to January. Be right? kind, rewind. We're all the way. Oh, good movie, man. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, Your knee was working. My knee worked. It was awesome. I was playing soccer. <laughs> we were winning trophies. We were winning trophies. Right, we were doing stuff, but um. Do you remember your New Year's resolution? No. Do you remember we had a podcast where it was like back to back to reality, back to the future? Remember the name or whatever yeah, it was, yeah, but it was yeah. the New Year's episode and we had resolutions. And I said that um, I was gonna I wasn't gonna be fat and 40. I was gonna <laughs> come back, I was gonna be like, I'm gonna come in shape, I'm gonna be fit, I'm gonna be fit and 40, yeah. and I'm also gonna watch more USL and more local soccer. Yeah, those were two that, things yeah. I said. It's ringing a bell. Um, I think I also watched it. None of those Oreo. none of those things happened for me. So I did not get in shape. If anything, I declined and now I need surgery. <laughs> so that's awesome. So I went backwards. Instead of getting better, I got worse. I got fatter. This was great. You went fat and 50. Uh yeah. Well, you know, and then um there was no soccer to be following. That's Although true. Harford, I did follow Harford a little bit through the year because they got really good. And I did kind of become a part owner of uh Bridgeford United. So in a way. The second half of my my resolution came true, but not entirely. So, yeah. but do you remember yours? Do you remember yours? Yeah, I do. I remember mine. What was it? Do you remember mine? No. Let's see. Pop that? quiz. What did I say? I said, is that you? You don't remember? So it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. well, you don't know someone's name. Hey, honey, this is this is my wife. <laughs> were you also gonna get fit? What were you gonna do? Are you kidding me? I'm fucking super fit right now. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. We gotta define fit. I fit into my clothes a little tight, okay. but I'm okay. No, Everything no, I'm, uh, I believe I was. I, I had said that I was going to get in shape better, 
Um, that was, you know what, when I left Connecticut in February, yeah. I was actually 25 pounds less than where I'm at now. So I had started off the year really good. No, I mean, I only went January lost. to now, I was actually going to the gym every morning, 5.30 to 7 in the morning, and I was playing right. soccer times a week. Yeah, that's right. Well, I don't remember our Insta stories. I was putting myself like, oh, boom, I'm at the Sacred Heart Gym. I felt good. I was at 172 when I left. At 25, that's where I'm at now. Wow, dude. Yeah, we're yeah, the same. So, we are the same weight right now. One ninety. Yeah, I'm also like three inches shorter, oh. so I look more stout. Could. Yeah, no, you probably I'm, wouldn't be able I'm, to. I'm in better shape than January. You're in better shape. Well, yeah. better shape or just lighter? No, better shape. You're fitter. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, dude. And my wife started that whole like uh, was workout it? thing. So every oh, yeah. day now for the past like six months, I'm doing something. Every really? Day. Yeah. I really should try that. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I really it's should just try something. <laughs> half hour a day, like at minimum. I started doing like 100 push-ups a day challenges. Everybody's like, I got a challenge. And I'm like, oh, I love me a challenge. Oh, and now I like, hate challenges, man. man especially great. when they're online, man. Instagram is the worst, Because I make it man. fun, joke. I send funny gifs. And you're like, I finished my shit. Hold on like, a second. Right, mine. Yeah. Did he say gif? He did. He said yeah. gif. All right. I'm going to just go on record and tell you that it's gif. I thought it was GIF. No, the, the no. G stands for graphic. I know it stands for graphic, but the pronunciation no. is always GIF. GIF. No, GIF. This isn't like... Uh, it's not like giraffe. Butter, I'm gonna, it's not peanut butter, dude. It's no. GIF. Uh, I remember GIF. this topic. I want to uh, say I might be right on this one. Okay, I'm usually wrong, but I'm going to pretend that I'm right because I usually do that too. So what was your New Year's resolution? Because it wasn't I, to get in shape. I barely remember what we talked about last episode. Oh, come on. You That's my remember. memory. I, I, MLS was part of it. I know for sure. Pick a team. That so out? as soon as I said I'm gonna pick a team, MLS stopped playing That's entirely. True. Yeah, well not right away, but not yeah. right away. And that all happened. And then it was like I, it's really hard. It's really hard to pick a team. All right, I'm not so following it as much. None so of I us, didn't do it. None of us came through on yeah. our New Year's resolution. Good job, guys. Cheers. Which I think is how New Year's resolutions are supposed to I be. I think most people don't make their uh, New Year's resolutions. Most people. Yeah, well, um, I'm look, I'm drinking truly, so that means that I'm actually trying to, you know, stay fitter. You truly give so, it a good truly, truly making I'm giving it a good old college try, as the so, American colloquialism says. Moving on okay. to the next thing that happened, and that was in March, and that was the coaching conference at Moline. Your fall, so that that happened in that. February. Was it February? Oh, yeah, the end of February. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It probably felt like March because we spent so long trying to find the entrance to the place. We went into March. Oh, man. (laughs) So, going back in time, March. Dude, that conference was fun, man. The booth. That was probably the highlight. The booth, the setting up of the booth the night before, the hanging out. I just found the jersey with the blood on it. Remember, I pricked my finger and started bleeding on all the jerseys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that vividly because I just got my jerseys here and I was looking at them. Remember when we just got that banner and you like ruined it like right in the before we even started? <laughs> and it was like right in the front and it was like we're gonna put this banner right here. Oh, wait, I was like, oh, I cut myself all the little blood on it. The amount of time that we put into that booth, man, the mock setup that we had in the basement and everything like I that. Mean, we hand drew it on glass at uh the Sacred Corazon. Oh yeah, the Sacred Corazon, dude. <laughs> the blessed sacrament, the blessed you know, university. That is literally, honestly, that was probably the highlight. That's that's where we got, that was the epitome of, you know, we, we were like on a high there. 
Oh yeah, it was like launching. Had, had like, easily the best booth. Night, yeah. We had the best booth. Paolo was gonna get us Capelli stuff. We days. had people coming to our place to play FIFA. We were megging people like crazy. Yeah. And I mean, it was literally that was like setting the tone for the rest of the year because we were gonna have so many other things like Keeper Kings, like you know, and other well, events. We had yeah. some, and we're gonna yeah. get into those in a little bit. But I remember that after coming off of that turn, uh, that uh, coaches yeah. conference clinic uh, on the East Coast. I don't know how many C's there are there, but. That was I was excited because like 2020 is gonna be like an awesome year yeah, for FMST. Yeah. 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 That's a good that's a good point, dude. I, if there was a vote at that conference for funnest booth, there's no way we wouldn't have won. No way. We had the music, we had the everything the pizza, just FIFA, FIFA lifestyle. Dude, and then how about I mean we had the interviews? So we had you know, randomly interviewing Sean people. Green, yeah. um Everson, uh, Carnero, Johnny dude we had um soccer fern dude fern. yeah we had we had so many cool people on the show we had that that haiti tito, tito bicycle kicked fern oh yeah dude oh yeah at a conference on cement dude what a great time dude and then we had the round table with all the everybody that was probably one of my with, favorite chats it was like the last night and we were all uh-huh. hanging out man yeah. that was you're right though that felt like at that moment we could have done anything it felt like from there we were going to go on to be yeah. like the fucking greatest things around after yeah. that. That's what it felt like. Everyone felt great after that. It was nice. But uh and then COVID hit, man. Yeah. Then literally the world came to a halt. Yeah. It was like like almost the next week, two weeks after that event. Yes. It was like, oh, yeah. It closed. That casino. I remember Rich didn't go to the conference. Yeah. Because he was supposed to go. Yeah. But he goes, ah, I don't know. There's this thing coming from the east. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go. And he didn't go. And it was because of that. And I remember we went and we're all like, hasn't even hit the shores on this side yet. We're going to go. It's going to be good. Yeah. Sure enough, two weeks later. I remember I wasn't very worried about it. At, well, at, 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 the, the, at the time, that was, it was, it was very much, we were watching new, it was like, it was international news, another hemisphere, essentially. <laughs> and it was like, it was very, it was big news, but it was just there. Yeah. We never thought it would come here. Yeah. 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 So, um, no TNF, which is massive. Yeah. No SASL, no spring league whatsoever. Pro games stopped everywhere. Pro first soccer. First they first ended. they tried to first they tried to have games with no 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 fans, right? And then yeah, there was yeah, like yeah. Barcelona Valencia game or there was no, Barcelona. it was Atalanta Valencia. Atalanta yeah, Valencia Champions yeah, League. Yeah. That was the big spreader. Yeah, yeah. Well, so they say, you know what I mean? And then um I mean, oh, they say I mean, people people were already sick. No, you can't blame the the soccer game for like the massive spread, and people were still going. Uh, but I think soccer. you can. I think that I think that they trailed it back, and they said that was literally one of the biggest spreaders of European uh, of Europe, and that's why Italy got as bad as it did, and Spain got as bad as it did because you didn't. No, none of the countries got it as bad as those two countries, and they're saying it was the two mixing the traveling between the two it was the 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 bars and all that talk of that okay i remember there being talk i can't imagine you can blame like i said you can't just blame them because there's still people going to restaurants still people i want to believe that soccer is the soccer is the middle of the world soccer matters it's the middle of the universe how about the fact that there was no soccer for months nothing People didn't know what to do with themselves. Social media was just like dying. Companies were closing, dude. Feeds were just ending. 
that we know feeds that we were following that never came back, that never recovered. You know yeah. what I mean? People were coming up with all sorts of like games yeah. and we're trying online, to figure out what to know? talk about. I remember trying to figure out what to talk about yeah. on the podcast. What the hell, man? Frankly, uh, let's let's right. come up Just with a topic US. idea. What's that? Just kick it US, dude. You're so right. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that, when you said fees that never recovered, I'm thinking to myself, that was one that I really enjoyed their pictures. I really enjoyed their content. And like looking at in my Instagram recently, it's one of those like, fuck, they're missing. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were they were basically game experience, you know, personalities. That's what they were. They they mm-hmm. wanted they went behind the scenes of what it's like to go into the PSG stadium or be on the be on the field for Red Bull games and stuff like that. And then they just they they couldn't do that anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then they probably had to you know go get real jobs or something. Who knows, man? But Tito has something to say. Go ahead, man. There was a little bit of a sliver of excitement. There was one where I remember my heart fluttered a little bit. I remember when it was we got um, Soccer Town USA. That's a good call, dude. I remember when we saw Soccer Town USA, we were like, hey, did you guys see that documentary? I yeah, saw yeah, that. yeah, that really saved. That really was like a like a light, like a like a jolt. Yeah. That came at a perfect time when people were like, dude, we I need, need some soccer in our life. Soccer. And it was good, too. They it was just so- like anything it was like the bar was lowered so this was amazing it was literally it would have been amazing even great call still going on and that was like through you so you had that connection through who how did you get that again tom mccabe i remember we uh paulo and i met tom mccabe at the princeton uh, uh conference in january and we mm-hmm. had kind of kept contact and i remember he told us that he was going to launch this movie out and i'm sure COVID also ruined the plans of how he was going to launch this okay. i'm sure he was trying to sell the film he was he specifically said that yeah, I think I remember that from the from uh, him and Kirk, yeah. right? When we were having that conversation because hey, uh, we got to interview them, right? I remember that was a pop collar. I had a friend down down uh, that we were talking a, a couple months back and they're all like, hey, there's this movie you really got to watch. It's about the history of soccer. I don't know what. It was like, it's Soccer Town USA. And I was like, A, clearly you don't fucking watch FMST. <laughs> and B, uh, I interviewed those dudes. Are you kidding me? You're like 2000 and late, man. <laughs> Yeah, for real. Yeah. That was fun. That was a yeah. great chat. That was that really was like a, the lifeblood. Yeah, I think that really kind of helped us to get through it because not only did I watch that video like three times, but then there was like all other. There was so many other kind of documentaries that came up too. There was the Maradona documentary. That was that just out. before that. Yeah. There yeah. was um, uh, then there you know like Southern until I die, and then yeah. all of the the Tottenham behind the scenes, and Manchester City behind the scenes. Because we weren't distracted by what mid midweek game is no going games, on. We were no, looking no, no. for stuff. Yeah, that's right. We went from soccer saturation to nothing. Soccer scavenging to to drought. Soccer drought, basically. So yeah. But but what, some good things came out of it. Not just that, but also ETNF which was something new. So we were used to playing oh, yeah, soccer yeah. every Tuesday night, you know, and then every now and then we do like an ETNF night where we get together online on Zoom and do like trivia. Trivia and Chico used to kick the shit out of everybody. <laughs> Chico was so good at trivia, man. It was insane. That guy was like the rain man of soccer trivia. Yeah. Yeah, no that joke. I was like, uh, how many cleats in the stud? Uh, you know, that ball has uh, 47,000 dimples. It was insane. He knew this stuff out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, he goes, oh, isn't it? Isn't it this? And you're like, oh man, I guess I it guess. is. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. I was like, yeah. you know what? I gotta change Wikipedia because you're right. Wikipedia is wrong, <laughs> Chigo. So then what happened? At the end of May, was it around the end of May, beginning of uh June, where soccer came back? Well, we at least started playing. Well, we started earlier. 
Yeah. I we we I think we were first in Connecticut. Just showing, yeah, hell shelling. yeah, dude, uh, definitely, dude. I so it all started with the outside of the box challenge, man. I yeah. invited like four or five friends us and try to score on me. That led to to a couple more people coming it also, out. It also led a little bit to try to hit the goal frame. Yeah, that never happened. I made a lot of money uh, during that time, which is good. And then that's what, that was was that was also like the birthing of soccer tennis. Yeah, yeah. I remember it was like, oh, hey, let's just come to the Nike site. Whoever wants to show up. We'll have the courts. We'll have the, the goals. We'll have just a soccer day where you could come and kick a ball if you want. Yeah. It so was like social, gaming. Socially disengaged. Yeah, we did, you know, we did Bindit. We did soccer tennis. I even one day I wanted to do um, soccer golf where I set up flags, but that never transpired, unfortunately. Outside of the box challenge came for a while. I mean, we were getting two goalies. Gabe was coming. Yeah, Alan right. was coming. Enzo came. I played. It was a good time, man. And there would yeah. be times where there'd be like 20 people there. All yeah. because people were dying to play soccer. Yeah. They just went months. The weather was getting nice. Yeah. So people were really really like, we're doing out, this man. at the Nike Inn. It was like you couldn't even finish oh, the yeah. seconds. And people would walk by and they'd be like, Jenny, should we wear a mask? And we probably should have been, but you know, no one that I know of got sick from those those events. So yeah. I think we were all pretty safe, you know. I mean, we had some frontline workers that needed that. Yeah, exercise that release you know yeah, that was again, a mental release still no tuesday night but we were still playing but then the return to play mls bubble mls is back tournament or whatever that was that was strange but cool at the same time yeah. i almost kind of feel like an mls is still here bubble mls never really changed bubble yeah. right well mls was always going to be a um, mls starts in the summer right so everybody yeah. kind of knew okay april mls is going to start well you know what this is going on what are they going to do to kind of no no that's not true dude they started like march man they start early sorry i was a month off i said april april showers i'm just i'm just they do. They start pretty early, and I'm just yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But go ahead. Yeah. No, it's okay by all means. No, I'm I'm not offended. I cut everybody off. I think. I think they because they played two games. They played two games that we talked about. Like there was a whole Vela versus Chicharito rivalry. That was a tournament you guys. Happened. That was a tournament you guys are trying to like. All right, Paolo. Okay, this is your. You got to pick a team. Here's oh, yeah. the tournament. You guys started telling me about games. I said, remind me because I'm gonna lay in bed and forget. These games apparently are late at night, and then Tito will be like, "This game's on right yeah. now." And Frank was and then I started. I actually was. I watched like I remember like four or five games straight. I think you watched a Red Bull game, and you're like, "This is awful." And then you watch an LAFC game, and, and I'm like, "This great. is great." And yeah, and I then it just once once European soccer came back, I was like, "Okay, sorry, MLS. Thanks, guys." I remember. So I remember European soccer came back, and it was gonna be you were uh, mad. Inter versus Napoli. Inter. I was getting annoyed at you. Did you give them? Said, a break? Yeah. Go ahead. What was that? I was, I was getting annoyed at you. I'm like, can you give Inter a break? It was the first game back, man. No, oh, yeah. I yeah. was. I, I tell my dad, ooh, these are this Internopolis. This is an incredible game. Uh, I have friends that I die hard for both. It's gonna be fantastic, Dad. Let's watch this game. And Dad goes, all right, cool. I'll watch this game with you. It's something that I hadn't seen a game. It was a Coppa Italia like final. Probably uh, 20 years. My dad doesn't really watch games, and it was a Coppa Italia game, and yeah. it was a second leg of the Coppa Italia game. Yeah. And that was the worst soccer I've ever seen in my life. And I said, fuck this. I'd rather not watch anything than watch what this piece of shit was happening in front of yeah, me. Yeah, I think, what did your father say? It was like, it looked like a high school game. He goes, your high school team could have beat both of those guys. Both, <laughs> both of those teams. He goes, he goes, these guys are worse than, he was like, I'd rather watch Franklin Coronado play. 
I remember, dude, I remember, I remember that game, and it was shitty, dude. Yeah. It was. I was weird. so mad. I was so mad because of all the games that I get to experience with my dad, which it's it's rare because he watches things now and he's he's busy, right? We're both. I remember busy. you being super upset about it. I was pissed. Yeah. I felt like I wasted time. It was like minute sixty, and I go, "Hey, dad, if you want, let's just let's watch something else. Let's put yeah. something else on." So you you put Dawson's Creek on? Hell yeah, I did. Are you kidding me? Who's not gonna <laughs> want to watch James Vanderbeek? Wait, James Vander. What's his? What's the guy of Man United? What's his name? I think you got it. I think you nailed. It. I think you nailed it, dude. <laughs> perfect. I think you nailed it perfectly. I know. My, I know my memes. But then there was also the Champions League came back too, and that yeah. was like a. Oh, they also had like a bubble. Everything was important. Yeah, that was a big deal. That was cool because you know Champions League is great, yeah. you know. But and then what was there? There was eight teams that came back, so it was the quarterfinals. Yeah. Um, they all played in Portugal. They all played in Portugal, but PSG played Bayern in the final. But it was like a single game elimination. There was yeah. no return leg. It was single game to the final. Do you think Bayern and PSG would have still made it to the final if it were a regular Champions League? I think everything would have been different if it was all regular. Everything would have been different. They talk about still that maybe Lazio would have taken that Scudetto. Lazio was on a high. They were beating. We're talking about the Scudetto. We're talking about the Champions League. I'm saying though, but I'm saying every every league, every tournament, everybody was impacted. Yeah, I think every we can't we don't know. Oh yeah, Atalanta was on fire. Atalanta was on fire. Atalanta was on fire, and then uh, they came back, and everybody was like, "Who's slumping and who's not?" Uh, Inter was slumping. Well, you were saying that on the pod. You were always like, "This is terrible." Teams that had no momentum are all going to fuck. Yeah, well, because it was like a really cool thing to watch. These teams were like rising, and it wasn't just Serie A. I was following really closely. All these teams were going. All of a sudden, it was like it was like somebody shuffled the deck. Okay, of COVID. Yeah, but going back. PSG, Bayern. I mean, Bayern still, they look like they got better after the COVID break. Yeah. I mean, uh, Goreski came back. He was like 40 pounds heavier, pure muscle. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just look They look good. So what do you, you think PSG would have made the final? Yeah, I think I think PSG and Bayern were the two teams that were showing the most amount of dominance. Um, think about what other team was rivaling them at the time. Atalanta, maybe. No, no, they no, were seen no, as the no. outside already. They were seen as like the the, the yeah, dark dude, horse. They took, P- they took PSG to the last minute of that game. They did. So but I still think I still think that PSG was a better team, though. I mean, uh, uh, what Real Madrid were they even involved still? I think they might have been out already. Um, yeah, who else was involved? That's, I don't remember the final eight. To be honest with you, dude, I think RB Leipzig. Was in there. They were and they had game. just lost Timo Werner to Chelsea because at no, that time there was right. also like the transfers that were going out and like the games that were going on and That's some people could play and like Arthur Arthur had just gotten picked up by Barcelona and he or got picked up by Juventus and he was mad and Pjanic had gone over to Barcelona and it was like transfers are going on as Champions League was going on and it was, it was so like much- a whole new league started. Yeah. Because it was like when you first see them play game one. It was really you like didn't know a, what to expect anymore. It was like a preseason. But the biggest news I think that we didn't mention here is the fact that um uh Euros major tournament was canceled. Major tournament canceled. Completely post postponed. It wasn't just you yeah. know, I mean the I mean they canceled an entire like continent of, yeah. Uh, of, oh, yeah. of, of like i mean almost Seriously. like a global event because the people fly from all over to go watch that tournament so yeah. that was insane too but the return to play was actually interesting you know mls's bubble was interesting it's the first time the the new format to the champions league do you guys like the single format playoff or do you think it should be still the two, two legs that was a big I question actually, that came up yeah it was i remember i i like the single Game. So do you think the best I, team should always get home field advantage or do you think it should always be at a neutral site? 
neutral site. What about you? I, I liked the neutral site approach because it was like everyone's gonna go to this one place. All the it almost felt like um the like the club the club world cup, but better clubs because when you yeah, go to yeah, the yeah. club, you have like Asia Pacific, which yeah. let's be honest, no disrespect, but yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a, you know, a, a second. You're, you're waiting for the South American team and the European team to get. Yeah, those are the only two teams yeah. that are really going to make it. And maybe the CONCACAF Mexican team because no yeah. MLS team. Monterrey, man. Monterrey. Monterey. That's, right. that's what I'm saying. It was either going to be like a Boca Juniors or a Euro, uh, what is it, Liverpool or Monterrey. Those are the three teams really that were going to be fighting for it. All the other yeah. teams were kind of shitty. So watching this all transpire and like you had a game every two three days that was fun i enjoyed that um but that doesn't mean that i don't enjoy seeing the home and away leg because fast forwarding now cruz azul versus leon i don't know if you guys saw two weeks ago cruz azul beats leon 4-0 at home and everyone's saying ah uh, I'm, I'm sorry cruz azul versus pumas and they're saying ah pumas is gonna come out and, uh, you know, Cruz Azul is going to make it to the final. And Cruz Azul is kind of like Tottenham. They, they haven't won silverware in like 40 years. So they get to the final. Uh, they get to the second leg. And sure enough, they uh, Pumas ended up scoring like in the 89th minute to go 4-0 at home. And since they were the favorite in the league, they're the team that advances. So oh, I like yeah, seeing that. What a dynamic. terrible way to advance, man. That's crazy. <laughs> It was hilarious, dude. It was it was great because I have friends that are Cruz Azul fan, and all week they were like, "Oh, Cruz Azul! Oh my God, they're so yeah. great!" Uh, yeah, we're essentially going to be playing Leon in the final, and then in that game, it was just kind of you could see them start crying. Like minute four, they scored yeah, a goal, yeah, yeah. and then at the end, they're kind of like, "Oh my God, there's three minutes left!" And it's just like, oh, it was one of the most exciting. It was like the the Barcelona Sergio Roberto ninety six. That's the thing. The, the I think the return leg comeback. Is it's a, it's an exciting Barcelona. Fuck. Yeah. You just stabbed me in the heart again. Jesus. Roma, Roma did it to them too. Yeah, but well, that wasn't as recent. Barcelona PSG. I'm just saying though, those return okay, like comebacks are massive. Heartbreaks. Paolo, two two really shitty things happen to you. Uh what hurt more? Inter losing the UEFA the Euros or not qualifying to the round of uh, the round of 16? Uh not qualifying to the round of 16. Wow. So you would have preferred because them going... in the other one, it was a final, which you wanted to win the trophy, but I'm not going to lie. Like, I was super upset that they didn't win the trophy, but at least they made it. It was a successful tourney. They made it to the final. But not qualifying for the Champions League over one goal out of, like, three games. They just needed to score this one goal to win that game. It was just, like, that's where they're supposed to be improving, and it's, if anything, they took two steps back kind of a thing, it felt like, right? So the first one was upsetting because, fuck, we lost in the final. But the second one is like, oh, no, we suck again. You know what I mean? It was like that feeling. <laughs> so that's why I say that one hurt more because the first one was upsetting. The second one was like, you know, when they say like it's worse when your dad's disappointed in you instead of angry because disappointment oh. hurts more. You know, oh. that's a, it's like Interfans is like, we're disappointed in you. And it's like. We're walking away right now. We're disappointed. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. why I that's why I picked that one. Okay. 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 Right on. Thank you. Nice answer. Honest answer. Sorry. Carry on. Uh, carry on, Mr. Moderator. No, that was good. You actually you you obviously read the rundown, so you know what came next. So we could skip over Paul and I becoming coaches and wreck. No one cares about that, really. 
you know. Oh, for- but that, that's a that's a notch on your belt. Are you kidding me? Now you guys. No, like, we, well, we talked to, we talked about it. We don't need to recap it. You know what yeah, I mean? It was, it was a great side. part of 2020. I'm glad that the kids got to play. Let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah. After everything that happened. I think the kids are suffering the most, so I was so happy that they were able to let the kids. Look, play. you guys, you guys got to live your Ted Lasso moments. Oh yeah, I gotta watch that, man. I gotta watch Ted Lasso. I have to do yeah. it. I have to do it. You so, did relatively well. But, I mean, I think. Uh, I so well. we have one team in Milan crashing, while the other team is on their way up. AC Milan. That must kill you to see them at the top of the. It's table. surprising. Is it surprising? It was. It was surprising. I didn't expect. I, would you have predicted that at the start of this Scudetto? Well, the way that they ended last, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. maybe. They ended it really nice, yeah. and they only got. I'm still struck. not certain. I'm still not certain. Got, this is nothing to do with Inter because I don't know what they're going to fuck. I do. think they need but like. I don't know if Milan can sustain this for the whole year. But it's not like they're Slatan dependent. Obviously, they are a little bit more of a threat with Slatan up top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but they played a lot out, of games without him and out, still winning. And and the coach has done a great job of bringing them together. He's done an excellent job. Uh, uh, Teo is nasty. Teo, I don't know how you how do you pronounce his last name. Teo, yeah. Teo. Teo. He took each uh, team that yeah. couldn't play together and gave him an identity. Yeah, and not man, only did they do good that, signings. but now they're literally – in first place like yeah. that's a that's a big thing they should be commended for and this. i love that milan's back up top i mean everyone they knows need that to almost, be there man yeah milan for for the city out to be what it is soccer in general milan, milan needs, needs to be milan needs when to milan inter top. were like barely even qualifying for europa league everyone's like what the fuck it's like if barcelona and real madrid were suddenly fighting for seventh place you'd be like what the hell's happening yeah. hey, hey, hey why, why are you kicking us while i'm down i think barcelona is like in seventh place right now <laughs> I think Man City's Ooh, that's like literally how, how mad was I when they picked up Coleman? Uh, I first I don't know. Why don't you tell about, us? You're, 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 tell us? You were angrier than the first Inter game of 2020 you watched. Shit, dude. I, I remember I, I didn't breathe as I went on my rant for like 10 minutes. I think I, a vein popped in my throat. I, I was, I, I'm still upset about them. Look where they're at. They're a piece of shit. Yeah. They and didn't let Messi leave. Messi wanted to go and they didn't let him leave. They, oh, we're going to bring Memphis to pay from Leon. Didn't happen. Go ahead. No, no, you go. I was going to say, how do you let Messi leave? You don't let you Messi have, leave. I'm sorry. You don't. Okay. Imagine having somebody work for you who doesn't want to work for you, who asked you, hey, I want to leave. I've given you everything that I've given you. Let me go. Use no. all of that money that you're going to get from me because you're going to get a ton of money to buy like six awesome players yeah. and, and, set, and build again without me. The way that they set it up with Ronaldinho leaving. Yeah. Right. Because He's you have to, to have that transition of power, and and they never have planned for that, and that's stupid on Barcelona's behalf. And when they bring in a new coach, and the new coach gets rid of Suarez, get, fucking retard. Oh god, I shouldn't say that, but Jesus Christ, this is it's the most frustrating I've been with the with the Spanish team in the past ten years. It sucks to see your team fall, and then Manchester City had that whole scandal too. But see, the thing is, that was something they brought on themselves, and that upset me. I actually, I've had a hard time, genuinely a hard time, watching them and feel good about it. Not only are they playing really bad, but they're also, they have that, like, loom around them, like, yeah, you guys did this, and you guys are really shitty, and you got away with it because you guys brought in the lawyers, and you guys did this in a certain kind of way, and... Um, I, I still follow them, and I'll still wear the shirt when they play, but I don't have that same kind of passion that we talked about last week and it's going to come back but i I still need this wound to heal 
because it's been uh, it's been a rough year for the for the teams that I enjoy because Manchester City are a shadow of what they were two years ago and Barcelona are not even a shadow of the shadow. Yeah, yeah. They have no shadow. Barcelona have no shadow. Yeah, right? no, they're Peter Panning. They're they're they're, they're like lost you know, it. noon. Let's go City has the best league. Yeah. City is slowly Dude, turning. Stop, down. stop. Oh my god, we're gonna get on that now. Really, we're, we're gonna do that. Yeah, no, it just yeah, makes me laugh. Right, listen, it I, makes I, me laugh. I always say this: it's not the most exciting, but I think That's right sure. right now the top ten are better than the top ten anywhere else in the in the. In That's what you think? Yeah. No, the top ten? No, no. <laughs> You're saying the top ten Serie A teams are oh, better, better than the top than... ten EPL teams? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm yeah. understanding right. No, I think I think that that is absolutely. Ridiculous. I don't know if I agree with that. Why? Why? I don't even think they're, I don't even I mean, think they're better than the top ten German teams. No, you're crazy. You're wrong. The top five, the top six of of Serie A. Listen, are if, awesome. if if one team is better, so let's just say Bayern Munich is better than Juventus, but then two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten are not better than the other ten. I think Dortmund's better than Roma. I think Dortmund is better than Inter. Who's in second? And are they better than Napoli? I think they'll give them a run for their money. Well, I don't know. We got Sheffield United in in our uh, who's in uh, like Southampton's in fourth place in England. England seems topsy turvy this year. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you, Man got, City you got Leeds. You got Leeds. You got Leeds. Is not better than Sampdoria. No, Sampdoria is eleventh. But uh, I mean, I would put Sampdoria as the equivalent to like a Newcastle right now. I think that don't get me wrong. Soccer overall, when we cleared this up last week, that soccer overall has gotten worse. Well, we agree. Good, I like that. Good. We did agree. So 2020, that's a big thing. We agree. <laughs> I'm watching the thing. Think about it overall. You, you, we all made a. You made a good point, and you have convinced me that maybe the American players aren't as good. And as I'm watching these games, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm watching Real Sociedad versus Barcelona. Yeah. And when is and when is Real Sociedad a small team like who they are? And don't get me wrong. No disrespect. But when are they ever going to be on the top of the of La Liga? That's 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 unheard of, unheard of. Now, are they on top of La Liga because they're playing out of their minds, amazing, or is everyone else drop quality? Real Madrid is tying against like Huesca, and Barcelona is losing to Cadiz. Like, that's what I'm seeing. Like, yeah, but Real, Real Sociedad is not traveling to go play in Europe. They're not losing as many national team players from the national which, team plays. Which which gets me, which pisses me off even more. Like I mean, we're we're seeing these teams. They got rid of the five subs, but they're still having to play domestic Champions League, domestic Champions, wait, wait, wait. Domestic Champions League. Who got rid of the five subs? Because Italy still does it. Italy right? still does it. Serie A does. I know England does not. Right? England never did it. Does Germany do it still? I think they do. I thought they do. Yeah. Does Spain do it? The I don't five think subs. So. I don't think so. I thought the only people who didn't do the five subs, I thought was the EPL Definitely and EPL. Conte. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's not five good players to put it he on the He looked at his bench like my dad does. Like, ah, fuck it. Tells the water boys. You know what? Let's start with 10. Let's start with 10 and we'll bring on the 11th later. I remember telling my dad, because as a kid, he would always say, I wish they could do 11 subs, this fucking team. Like, that's what he would say. <laughs> that's good. And so and so when they did when they went to five, I remember one day going, they're getting closer, Dad. They're almost, we're almost there. It's like when you're playing poker and you're gonna say you can get all five new all cards. New Give cards. me five new cards, man. That's it. So you you say you hate Coman. Did you blame Coman for Barcelona's fall? Yeah, hundred percent. You blame no, him. I also I also blame the president of Barcelona. 
Oh, okay. I was gonna say because it did. It wasn't like Barcelona was riding high off of treble, and all of a sudden Coma brought them down to like 18th. They it were. Bit, they've been. They've been downtrending a little bit. But how are they playing? And they are. I mean, they. they I see that Coman plays. He drops. He drops. Uh, but you also come to a demoralized team. Yeah. It happened, I say that only I've experienced. I saw with Inter a lot. They get these new coaches, and I'm like, they suck before you got here. The yeah. team looks like the players aren't like. Yeah pumped up and ready to go they're just like oh who's it's like my job changing managers every three months i'm like uh let's see what ideas you got to say you know what sucks is when a coach is brought in to bring (laughs) in blood right a coach is brought in to bring new blood to start a new system or refresh the system but then pressure of winning forces you to play the guys that everyone is used to instead of playing new guys you know what i mean instead of playing that young guy and risk losing or risk him not having a good game yeah. you play an old guy because you every that's what i think i think that, 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 that happened with the guy that had come in from uh, just before Tito, i'm curious what you would think if barcelona let's forget i'll say even into the same right our our team our main like these guys we watch and they're if if 11 guys went out there and even if they lost and they fucking played great but they're hustling their ass off maybe put some young kids the system's starting to look good it's starting to come together at least you'd be like yeah, something's happening here. Let it let it ride. I, I, I okay. When I first you know in ten in in three years, this is gonna be a team that's gonna be yeah. And then you the like, whatever, seven. fine. Maybe we'll finish third this year. But like a transition had to happen at some point. I really like what this guy's doing. But instead, we're watching it. And I feel like you feeling the same thing like I am with content Inter. And I'm like, you're playing like shit. You're playing like shit. And I don't see anything. There's nothing to look forward to. I'm like, wait, still waiting for the change to happen. You know, it's bad when Paulo swears, man. When Paulo swears, you know it's bad. Oh yeah. yeah. They luckily squeaked. They they didn't win against Napoli. Napoli gave them three right. points for Christmas. Let's talk about uh, coaches on the rise. Uh, there's me and you. Me and you, because we're awesome coaches. I'm definitely. <laughs> Congratulations! Round of applause. Hey, I've got, dude. I got asked to be a coach of a team over here, the New England, whatever. The I, I, I had a, um, I had a non-American European father come up to me at the end of the season and congratulate me on how great I did. Fist which, pump. which I don't even know how you could get a better compliment. No, that's a great. That's the best compliment you can get. Yeah, and I wasn't even the main coach. The special one is back. Is it safe to say the special one is back? Can I share with you, Tito, what I told Franco before we started the podcast? Please. This is, this is a revelation I had out of a conversation. We were playing FIFA and we were talking about this. And Franco goes, God, man, I love I love Jose. I'm so happy he's still there. And I said something like, fucking Zlatan's great. I can't remember, like, the context. Like, those two sentences came out. Mm, and then, it. yeah, and then I go, you know what? We keep talking about what the hell is soccer going to be like when Messi and Ronaldo are gone. But to be honest, what the hell is it going to be like when Jose and Zlatan are gone? Ugh, boring. No personality. The old school, like, these guys are still going, come at me, bro. You know, and you can't beat them still. And the, and that, like, that fire is there. Even even just recently, Jose talking shit to Klopp. And then oh, after it, calls out calls out Pep for talk, for touching the, the, the fourth man's, like, uh, sign. Like, I'm gonna miss that shit. Everybody's trying to go to PC and blah blah blah. But I need I need Jose saying that, and I need Gattuso post interview saying, "Oh, when I was in Scotland, England, you could tell a ref to fuck off." He literally said, "Fuck off" on it in Italy. <laughs> you know, in I, English. In English. English. He said he said the whole thing in Italian except "fuck off," and he's like, "In here, you can't say uh, vacagata to a ref, and you get a red card." And I'm like, "Yeah, you need that." Yeah. 
It is, but that's going back to the uh, the the episode about passion. Yeah. And, so what do you think of that? Like everyone uh, talking about Messi or not? Then I'm sitting there going, "What about Jose and Zlatan, yeah, man?" It's true. It's not, dude, I've always said, it, but it's because it's two different elements. It's two different no. elements. You got Cristiano and Messi are going to bring the whole, when they leave quality. The whole quality of soccer drops. The curve. Because yeah, because Messi curve. wasn't nice. a passionate guy that's going to come in there and like you know people are he's, he's not the, the the people that you know they paint and he's you know going crazy yeah. about. But the quality of soccer is definitely going to take a dip, and I think that Messi's already starting to show signs of maybe he's not as good as he as, he, as he's been in the prior oh, past because of the motivation, in my yeah. opinion. His yeah. motivation's already kind of been like, I don't want to fucking be here. I'm going to try. Yeah, but exactly. how much am I going to try? I just, I don't give a shit right but now. But he is carrying that team. When, they, when they win, it's because of him. Yeah. He's, he's but when, so when they leave, the quality of soccer will drop. However, when a Jose, a Zlatan, um, you know, these kinds of personalities, personalities, those personalities are really what's what's fun to watch when you start seeing like this bickering between people. Because even Pep, has taken a bit of a quiet downturn. Like you don't really hear Pep too much. He's yeah, not talking as much. Clap. You hear side. about Pep, but he's screaming more on the sidelines now than he ever did. Yeah, but in the post interviews, he's he's co- he's. he's uh, you know, we, we need to do this and the other. It's like right, cool piece. What out? I'm out. He's boring, dude. He's so pragmatic, dude. No one wants to talk to Pep because he's not controversial. I want to so talk. Nice. I want. I want he's post so nice. interview Pep to be in game Pep. I want, I want, I want Manchester oh, City to play Milan. Oh, I want Slatan oh, to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Twice. <laughs> like that's the pep I want to see. Yeah, I kind of yeah. like that. That trying to get the the talking to the fourth man going crazy. That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no PC stuff. Yeah, it's too much, it. man. You know I, what? I'll tell I'll, I'll tell you about something about coaching that I found super incredible with the MLS. So oftentimes, whenever you, you watch most leagues. The coach will kind of at halftime they'll leave. Maybe they'll say a word of two. Hey, what are you doing? Ah, you know what? We need to do this, and it'll keep going into the huddle to come out. The MLS literally has the second half start, and around minute forty-eight, they'll go to one of the coaches and they'll say, "What did you tell him in the locker room?" So as the game is going on, the coach here has these headphones going. Uh, I told them that they need to. Uh, uh, they gotta move the ball a little bit. And then and they're doing this mid talk, and then they go to the next coach at like minute fifty two, and they go. I'd be like, uh, get away from me! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing, dude? Can I just? I wanna. I wanna. It's so funny that you bring this up because one of the things that happened during the return to play, and one of the great uh, highlights I think of twenty twenty was the nine v nine league. And we're playing in the finals. Again. Our, our, our 9v9 our league nine, that you started. The, the FMST 9v9 league. The FMST 9v9 league in Bridgeport. Yes, that league. Yes. What a highlight this league was, dude. It really was. Although it fell on Tuesday night, my favorite night. Yeah. Somehow it worked out. It was it a couple of weeks where we need to be struggled, but it worked out. And um, we're, I'm getting interviewed by Dan. The, the, owner, the owner of Bridgeport. <laughs> of the final. We're already, final. We're already losing four to one. We're already losing four to one in the final yeah. to Advanced Boys. We, lost, we lost our these, best player. These fucking dudes were great. Advanced Boys were a great team. All right. I'm getting interviewed, and it was just like you said, just like the MLS. Second half started, 48th minute, whatever it is. He's like, so what did you tell the team? What do, what do you think you need to do for the second half? And I was like, you know, I think we just need to stick to our game plan 
sit back a little bit more, player position, and then we get scored on, dude. We're getting scored, and I'm like, in the middle of the interview, I turn and I'm like, could have did without that. Could have could have did without that goal that just got scored. Well, that's so good. that's. That hill turned to a mountain. But shout out to the 9v9 league. It was great. Uh, a lot of fun. Dude, we got a lot of people were like, I mean. Colombian hot dogs were fantastic. Uh, were they? Maybe. Uh, oh, you never had it. You missed out on two missed times out. that they were there. You know what I mean? No. So, well, Tito is going to take a break. Apparently, he needs to go take a piss. Yeah, so that's fine. So we'll see. When we it. come back, we're going to talk to you about the fall, about uh, you know, some soccer tennis, soccer saturation at its peak, the rising stars of the U.S., and a few more. So. Stay tuned. All right, guys, we're back. Um, sorry, we had to take a little pee break. It was halftime, basically. Not really halftime, but we had to take a little pee break. It was a water break. Where yeah, water break. break. Well, I don't know why we don't break. say pee break. Why, why, don't, why don't we say halftime? Like, yeah, halftime. Because so- it's not halftime. It's, it's, it's like midway through the second half. We need the water break, like Paulo said. Oh, uh, or the orange it's a COVID slice water break. break. It's 2020, dude. It's we get your, it's 2020. We have to take the water you, break. We're making you play in August. I don't. I don't know why we don't have orange slices as adults anymore. I love the quarters. They found that the orange slices are actually bad for you at halftime because the citrus can actually cause cramps. You're that person, really, really. You're gonna be that person, dude. Let's go back one half a second to um to when we were coaches. One of the first things I say to the parents, because I always have a meeting with the parents after I coach the kids after the first practice, oh, really? and I say, I don't do snacks. And they're like, what? And I'm All like, right. I don't, I'm like, I've been a soccer player my whole life. I don't do halftime snacks. I agree with that a thousand percent. Snacks are not, like halftime is not like breakfast. You know what I mean? Don't send your kid, don't, sh- like, I don't want to see your kid eating Oreos at halftime. I don't want to see your kid eating orange slices. If you want to do something for after the game, that's on you, parents. I'm yeah. telling you right now, I do I do not condone snacks at halftime. Yeah. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah. Dude. yeah. And the kids are like, why? And I'm like, because we want to win. And they're like, okay. Or just we're here to play. Yeah, this isn't fucking lunchtime. You know what I mean? We're not having a picnic. No snacks at halftime. Fuck that shit, dude. I don't care how old you are. Soccer is not about uh, snacks. No, I'd be, I'd be good. I mean, I have I have like a, typically a muffin if I played at FC Shelton. My mind you, that's not uh, snack that's time. Over that's thirty. Pre- We're looking that's, at the cooler. That's breakfast, dude. It's early games. I might crack open morning. a beer at halftime if well, it's delicious. Like, when you were a professional, you ain't got eating Oreos unless you're Balotelli. Come no, on. I'd have like a gel or I'd have like a granola bar sometimes. I remember I remember in college I would have like snacks in my pocket, like in my coat pocket at halftime. I would pull them out. That's already like I have, a a fuck, I have snacks at TNF. One time I had a hot chocolate on the bench. I knew I wasn't going to play. So I brought a hot chocolate to a fucking uh, college game, a Division One college game. I was sitting on the bench with my hot chocolate, just drinking it. Like I knew I wasn't going to fucking go in. <laughs> uh, Greener, I love you, man. Asshole. Oh. <laughs> That's so, awesome. So we're back, and um, we are back, technically. FMST is back. And now there's soccer saturation again. To the point where everybody is complaining about it. Every well, not every what, coach. I don't know a game to watch. People don't even. Sometimes even Tito's like, "Wait, they're playing today?" Yeah, Tito went from eight games a day to two games a week or something yeah. like that. Remember? <laughs> and actually complaining that the games are on. He's like, "Today? There's another Ooh. game on today." Well, look, listen. I the way I see it is one. Uh, I'm super busy because it, it, it was the end of the semester. You know how it gets. We have lives. Yeah. But, but two, more than anything, our lives, right? Our lives are busy. But two, I'm thinking to myself, 
another one are you are you fucking kidding me like i haven't even washed the jersey from the last time i wore it and i'm gonna have to wear it again I digested the last game yeah and it's like you know what i saw my team and they're depressing i don't want to get upset all over again two days later in a way that's kind of why i like sampadoria because i don't have to watch them play which is amazing watch their team watch your i I complain about Inter every week. If they're playing, I'm watching. Do you know what it's like to watch a team and be like, man, I can play for this team? No. That's what I feel like when I watch Sampdoria sometimes. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I know exactly what you, you mean. You too, maybe. I'm like, wow, that guy's still better than me. <laughs> Definitely when I watch the Red Bulls, man, I'm like, fuck, man. I'm- no, I watch uh, – yeah, hell yeah. Dude, are you kidding me? Well, maybe not. I don't think I, – I mean, LAFC is a pretty good MLS team. But I'm watching others, I'm like, what, dude. Yeah, but you could be at practice for LAFC. I yeah. could be a practice yeah. guy. See, one hundred percent. You just pay for the admission and watch it. Yeah, I agree. no, you, I could be on the practice. I could be a bench player. You know what I mean? With your hot chocolate? Hell yeah, dude! You gotta have hot chocolate. It's cold. <laughs> it's cold <laughs> in October, man. No, those November, those NCAA games in November are fucking yeah. freezing. I'd rather dude. be playing and sit on a bench. Oh man! Well, I think everybody does that. I would, everybody would much rather play. So there's the soccer saturation, but you know what? This only really affects the good teams, the top six. Right, the and top six of right. every, every group. Right. That's where you see a lot of. Um, but if you look at un- the pay, unpredictable play, I know. But if you look at the pay disparity, should they really be complaining? I. This is where you're gonna get on your talk. They're paid talk- to play. Fucking play. You should be playing. I used to play. I remember you told me I used to play three games a day. Why can't Easily. these people do it? Yeah. Yeah, I was 14, but let's and it wasn't playing at a, as high a level. So, I mean, yeah, but if you got injured, you just continue with your life. That is their life. Yeah, I kept playing. My life was soccer too. When yeah, I was 14, the career is soccer. No, Tony Cruz literally said it. He goes, uh, we're literally playing too many times. Tony goes, Cruz uh, said we, it? Yeah, yeah. Tony Cruz yeah, from yeah, Remedy, he goes, We're playing way too many Did he times. Say it on the insta tweet? He said on the insta tweet. On the insta on the twatter. <laughs> Twitter gram. The Twitter <laughs> <grin>. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, think about it. I mean, these top players are going from every weekend, every midweek, to now having to travel for na- international duties. Yeah. And they're, and these are now meaningful games in Europe well, because they're playing the nation's UEFA Soccer on weekends, uh, whenever the Portugal team just won it. What the fuck yeah, tournament? The Nations League, the Nations, Nations League, League, right? Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. I know. And, and, well, there's a lot there. Even the coaches are like, you think about it, you can't actually coach your team because you're just logistically working out travels. Now you're logistically working out who had COVID, who's got to stay off for two weeks, who had an injury, who's flying back from what country. You're never coaching your team, yeah. and then you're wondering why this poor coach. Oh, where's the identity? What's the formation? The guy's like, I don't even know. Like seven of my players are in yeah, question yeah. marks. Well, this is great. All right. So this is that's going back. Let's go back to Jose Mourinho for a second. So they were talking about the 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 pregame. Obviously, Liverpool pulled off the win. It was a great header by uh Firmino. But when they were talking about like, you know, uh Klopp complaining about not having players yeah, and playing yeah. too many games, Mourinho was like, uh Firmino's not hurt, Salah's not hurt. Mane's not hurt. Henderson's not hurt. Robertson's not hurt. Trent Alexander's not hurt. Wijnaldum's not hurt. Whatever the fuck his name is, he listed like the entire team. It was almost the starting eleven, uh, yeah. apart from Virgil Van Dyke, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, and Virgil Van Dyke is hurt, but 
he's a good player. Yeah. But let's just right. but, but don't make injury. but don't make it seem like they're struggling. The, uh, 10 out of their 11 starters are healthy and they have a very good team and they're the best team in the world. So let's not make excuses for them if I win basically is what he was saying. I always I always say I want to see these guys at They've had five days to rest. analyze the previous game, yeah. rest their muscles, work through some tactics or whatever was going on. Sunday game time, like I want. That's like peak, man. Right. Every team is going up against head to head at their peak, and that's what I want to see. Not like I would love to see seven hundred games at medium quality. Yeah, I want to see ten games at top quality. So we're back to the second. Think about it. Think about it. it, it when whenever you have so many games back to back, right? You finish the Saturday game. Your Sunday, you don't train. Your Sunday is recovery day. Yeah, Monday, you go day. light recovery. So Monday, you're starting to get back into it. But then you got Champions League, Tuesday or Wednesday. So Monday, you're it's training. Really traveling. Or mentally saying you're traveling. And you're on this travel, you're having to say, okay, you're going to be playing against uh, – xyz team this is how they play you got to cover here you got to shift this way you got to move that way we play midweek then thursday no game travel friday recovery as much as possible because saturday now we're going to play another team and our our tactics are going to change slightly and now you're going to be pushing up here you're going to move around there and all of that is just mental overload so these players you're not getting 80 percent from these like the 15th week you're just like let me let let me uh let me give you an example, all right? Uh, and uh, you, I love your example. I'm, I'm gonna stick. Your I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick by my claim and say that I don't give a shit about these players, dude. They get paid millions of dollars to play the greatest game on earth. Now you, you're a professor at Sacred Heart. You gotta do a conference. You gotta do a Zoom call. You gotta give a presentation. You gotta teach a class. You gotta give finals. You have to grade papers. Are you complaining? Are you call? Are you on the press saying I gotta do all this shit? I don't have enough time. There's not enough work. This dude's got six presentations in a row. He's got to do a presentation at night because they're in Australia and they're twelve hours behind. He's not complaining. He's staying up twenty four hours doing his prep work, exercising his demons. You know, getting ready, taking care of his kids, doing whatever the fuck he needs to do, and he's not complaining. This is my point, dude. They're professional. They're getting paid to play soccer. Just like you get paid to teach, you get paid to do what you do. I think there's a balance there because I agree with some of your points. But that's what. But this is my point. Like everyone is stressed in their job. Everybody is stressed in their job. My mental fatigue is one thing, but if you were to add on top of that physical fatigue, and you're telling me that I my my legs are going to be shot and I'm going to have to go run 90 minutes and I'm probably going to tear a knee, which is going to keep me out for Not a even, while. You'll just be judged knee. for your performance, let alone you tear a knee. You'd say you don't get hurt. Yeah. You're just going to get judged for every shitty pass you make. Yeah, but the same thing no, no, this way. I, I go in, I, I'm going to teach a class. You know what? It might not be the I'm best gonna... class, but no one's going to come in and say, uh, you know what? This guy sucks. Let's put him in the papers. He's not going to play anymore. Yeah. Let's devalue him. Because by the world. Mine, I, I don't have 100,000 eyes on me. I have 30 kids that I talk to. The pressure, <laughs> and, and I feel like it's different pressure. And even then, don't get me wrong, like the pressure of a soccer player, like, oh, my God, there's other pressures, right? I remember Chila Vett's quote. I was like, the pressure is when you can't feed your family. Okay, go ahead. Yes. No, I agree. I agree with you, but that's my point, dude. What you're doing, teaching our youth, the teaching at a college level, the 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 subjects that you teach are very interesting. The conferences that you give, oh, the, the mentoring that you do, 
You don't think that that's more important than some dude going around and kicking a ball? I don't equate pay with what But that's what I mean Aren't you jealous that these dudes get to kick a ball And kick and make millions of dollars And you yeah, have to millions, bust around millions, you're I'm not jealous My dad does this too You're focused on the money And I keep telling him The only reason they get paid that much Is because they the marketing to. The marketing and the revenue in the game Allows it to happen Right? They're making billions in revenue So I'll pay you 10 million Because I'm going to make 30 million. Whereas in our jobs, I'll pay you 80,000 because I'm making 1 million. You know what I'm saying? Like the numbers yeah, just relative, equate to, it's relative to what's happening. So I don't ever equate to, oh, these guys are millionaires. They're millionaires, but they're still acting to perform. And I want to watch soccer. I want to watch the best soccer. I want to watch the top players compete at the highest level. And I can't imagine a, a coach is basically a project manager now. Right? Yeah. A coach isn't yeah. like, you know what? This these are great my topic. These are my 30 guys. This because this is what happened in 2020. We got to see what happens if they go on a long break. Yeah, we got to see what meetings. happened if they went on a long break and then suddenly came back and said, there's no practice. It's game after games. So we got to catch up. And what happened? We literally said, hashtag everyone sucks. Yeah. Right? As we said last episode, everybody sucks. Inter sucks. Barcelona sucks. Man City sucks. Man United sucks. Real Madrid kind of sucks. Dormant, uh, like everybody sucks because yeah. they're they're thrown every which way because they're tired. And put, and so put they, it this so, way: so the quality of soccer is going down because of how much games, uh, because of how much soccer they're playing. It's you like know, a boxing match. One way. boxing match think? is like a year's worth of prep, right, Tito? Yeah. You're a big boxing fan. One boxing yeah. match, you want to wait till they're at their fucking six peak. months, six months, six months, six months worth of prep, nothing else. Two I'm weeks. training, I'm training, I'm training. There's no two week Rocky climbing a mountain. Bam! Montage is over. Fight of the century. It's six to eight months of training, and these guys are like, "Oh, you just came back from Spain. We got to fly to Ukraine for a Champions League match." And then, by the way, uh, we're gonna talk on the flight back because we got a league game on Saturday. All right, well, hold on a second, because flying around Europe is like two hours, no matter where you go. But you're flying. You're, you're going, going to the hotel. Yeah, you're not. Oh, yeah, they're all just but going in the no. nice hotel. No, no, no. They're getting <laughs> massages. No, 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 no. They're sitting in hot tubs hang on, hang and sauna. No, hang fuck on. you. Everything's got the best life maybe, ever. Maybe, 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 fuck you. And the point <laughs> is, you're not on a soccer field training. They're talking. No, they're training. What are they training? What are they training? The hotel room, playing soccer, playing FIFA? We're training. They're not, they're not in the field with Pep's trying. Pep or Saudi is trying to say, "Thank this, God, this dude. is my ten-year thesis, and I want to fucking teach you guys." It's a uh, yeah. There's no time to teach a new system. I gotta just do this. So uh, our first and second string got injured. Third string, look, uh, just just fuck it. I haven't trained with you much. Just don't let them burn you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Work really hard. Yeah, uh, just just don't stop running. Like literally, what are you gonna train with a third string fucking player? Yeah. Because you gotta bring them in at some level. You're like, oh yeah, they're bringing in youth, not by choice. They're bringing in youth because your job depends on this. Think about it. Like a Pochettino, how long has he been out of a job? You hate him, Franco. I know you hate him. But no, how long? No, 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 has he been out of a job? I, don't, I don't hate Pochettino. I don't. I do not hate. Pochettino. What has he won? He hasn't won shit. No, Fuck I just don't blow dude. dude. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it. Yes. I'm just I don't apology I, accepted. I do not <laughs> rate I do not rate him as top 
20. He hasn't earned that yet. Yeah, like come on, he has a he a great he took but a, he's team. a coach. He did what he did what Arsene Wenger did for 20 fucking years. Okay? Yeah. Arsene Wenger did it for 20 years and he got fired because he didn't win a fucking league after 10 years. You know well, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So like, That's what I'm saying. It's cutthroat like that. Yeah, but it's but he's not like he didn't do it long enough to warrant the respect that Arsene Wenger has. And nobody's comparing him to Arsene. I don't know. You just now, this is the first time anybody's ever compared him to Arsene Wenger. No, what I'm, Tio's what, saying he's earned he a big earned team. He's earned a big team. No, he's shot. earned the chance he's to coach. In oh. my opinion, I would much rather see him at Barcelona than Komen. Why? Because he has a, a structure and a play that I think is better and more fitting for the club like that than Komen. And Coleman had a national team in, in, in Netherlands with, you know, he, he a coach that does a national team sees his players four times a year, five times a year, yeah. whenever they have international breaks, right? That's why they, that's why they, uh, uh, what is it? Bob Bradley got totally stitched up. And look, when he has a team consistently, LAFC are one of the best teams for the past three years. He's going to be able to coach him during the week. <laughs> He's got a good point. That's what I'm trying to say. Paolo's point is great, and I and you make a good point too. But I'm just saying we're smart guys. That's why we have a podcast. I'm just I'm just saying I don't I don't. There's no there should be no complaining. There should be no complaining. From I think you always got to challenge the system. You always got to challenge it. It just sounds like crybaby. It just sounds like when I hear Klopp complaining, I'm like, go fuck yourself, dude. Like, what more do you want? You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. What do you want? You want the coach's team. He was hired to coach, not project manage. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But you know, these coach. players are so—they're so—they're such prisoners. One of the things that I hear is like, you were "Look, talking, okay. you were talking about youth, right?" So let's bring up the U.S. Men's National Team because there's a lot of youth coming up through the U.S. Men's National Team, and a lot of youth, a lot of youth, man, a lot like, of youth. What did DJ say? Like over 500, like international, like U.S. Um, but playing. he didn't say at what level. I want to know. I want to know. Yeah, but I want to know like Serie A, Serie B, probably as 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 low as Serie C, probably. I guess maybe. Well, we can Serie C would be the equivalent of playing. Well, we had a Serie C player, you know what I mean? It could be. We had what was Daniele? Serie C? Who? Serie C? Daniele? Remember that kid? Oh, like the richest richest son. Richest son. No, that dude never played soccer. No, that guy played Serie C, and uh, you know and what? I could have um, played Serie C. Right? My dad knew a guy that his name was Johnny Guetta. I don't know if you remember him. He played for Lazio. David, well, I know Johnny yeah. yeah. My dad, his dad worked with my dad. Come on. This kid was fucking my. This his father would tell my dad. He goes here in the U.S. He was all state high school. He was all conference. Yeah. Top college. Every tournament, he was the man. He went to like a Serie C team in Italy. And he couldn't come off the goddamn bench. And he was like, holy shit, the quality of love. Yeah. The quality yeah. is so hard it's, to break through. A whole other level. Yeah, but you're also talking like 20 years ago, so comparatively. Was, whereas now in the U.S., I think the level has, from 20 years ago, has significantly. But the level is different increased. just from here to New York. So I was talking to Tony Basuso, and he coaches down at the Westchester Flames. Yeah. And he was saying that that oh, area. not in the marketing department. No, definitely not in the marketing department. He's a coach. So. <laughs> What dude, the 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 that New York area, that Westchester, and then the, the 
boroughs of the of the New yeah, York. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, there are kids in that area that don't make their high school team that would start for massive varsity. Yeah, that okay. make sense? I can see that. I can so see he's that. like, yeah, yeah. he's like, the level of quality just. That's awesome 20, to hear. 20 miles away is out. out which, I like, think it's awesome to hear that in the U.S. street From soccer players or at least like like local soccer players, the quality is super high. Yeah. Like that's what you want to get to because every other country has that. Yeah. Every other country has this. the 17 kids in your fucking neighborhood are awesome. Yeah. But they're, but every neighborhood has that. every neighborhood has that. I remember I was I was talking to uh when, when it was uh when I told you about the whole story with Cruzeiro, um I, the 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 manager the owner of the team was was kind of talking about how he goes Neymar dude you could go to any corner of the street in Brazil and you'll find a player just as good as Neymar. He goes yeah. Brazil is on a mentality right with soccer players everywhere. He goes to make it to a a professional team out of a out of a club like Brazil is one out of a hundred thousand he goes because every single think about it like you have all these sports that exist and every single player wants to play soccer and all of them play every single day for six hours a day yeah and he goes so to come out and and be like a marcelo or a kaka and and make their way through a club team those guys are like players that you've maybe mentality played against ever and he goes, and you've only seen a player that good. Mentality of having a strong mind to keep going, keep. But these guys, like, like that's what I say. It's like sometimes, like, oh, Neymar is a like Neymar fought because he had to fight all those people to come out on top, yeah. and so his mentality's got to be strong for that. And then a little bit of luck goes a long way everywhere in the world. Yeah, you, got, you were there at the right moment where someone saw you. Yeah. You played really well in that game where somebody was like, "There's a little bit of just like life events moments that yeah. that have to align." But your mentality has to be there to be ready for that moment. And what, there, that. yeah, there there was a quote that I read that I absolutely um, it kind of it resounded not because I re- I lived it but because um, I saw this and I thought it was like impressive, right? Um, not to underplay like the German system or anything of that sort, but there was a, the, the Argentinian team had gone to Germany to play uh, in a game and that the Argentinian team had seen the Germans playing and that the players were kind of intimidated, right? Seeing these tall soccer players, muscular, and this during Maradona's that time. And they're saying like, man, look at these guys. These guys are like double our height. They're going to toss us around. I don't know what. And that the coach at the time groups the guys together and saying, you think that's tough. You guys are the ones that came out of the, the barrios. You guys are the ones right. that came out of like these. You guys are the tough ones. That be like, oh, man, look at these guys. These guys are the best of the best of the clubs in the barrios. And they're going to come play against us. So switch that switch around in your brain because you're you think about like Neymar. I would never I, I think he's a great player because. He's gone through Santos at 15 years old. That kind of, if you go to these stadiums, there's people like killing themselves to see these games and to handle that kind of, you know, intensity at the age of 15. Uh, I probably would not have been able to handle that kind. And look at him now. He's in his, th- he's like, you know, mid 20s and he's still tearing stuff up. Yeah, he's very So good. you look at any of these players that, that have, not just Brazil, but across the globe, these French players. I mean, you, you see the talent of soccer and it's like, you know, maybe these these players are awesome where we're at. Um, I mean, I don't want to downplay Pierre, but how did he do when he went to Italy? Great. He did well. 
Yes, he did. He did. He did well. I mean, obviously not well enough to sign a professional contract, but he spent a year in Milan. I know. I know he's a great player, and I don't want to undermine that. But here, but here in the U.S., he turned out one player in the U.S. and he he, didn't get signed for a Milan reserve. Well, well, all right. So he turned down a professional contract in either Netherlands or Belgium to play with the Primavera at Milan with the hopes of signing for Milan. So he would rather he would rather take a chance at not getting signed at Milan than to sign professionally somewhere else. Does that make sense? No, I get it. I totally get it. And I think that's an awesome risk to take. Yeah. Awesome risk to take. I probably would have loved to have taken that risk too because he's playing in his in you know his yeah his whole his yeah, whole a little bit of language behind that and all but, that. But, yeah, but, yeah. but but Pierre was also more along like he was a mama's boy, just like every other Italian girl boy. You know what I mean? Like where he needed to feel comfortable. He needed to feel safe. He needed to be around people that loved him, you know? So I think Milan was a perfect choice for him. But what I'm saying, dude, think about it. This guy was the number one recruit out of the U.S. Yeah. Maybe not one, maybe number three, but he was the top three players in the entire country of the United States. Well, when he, he was having trouble yeah, he was. In, uh, in, in Italy. Yeah, that goes to show you that the level globally is is impressive. Man. That's what that Johnny get the story. Well, let's go back, going back to yeah. the, going back to the U.S. men's national team, which is you know the this you know we kind of veered off a little bit, yeah. but it was. Are I mean more Americans are obviously starting to get noticed. You have McKinney at Juventus, uh, Pulisic Dest. at Chelsea, Desk at Barcelona, uh, the other guy Conrad in Barcelona as well. Uh, Richards at Barca at uh, Bayern Munich. You have uh, Reyna at Dortmund. I mean, you have some quality players. Shane at FC Shelton. Shane at FC Shelton was fantastic. DJ is there <laughs> as well. You know, some quality signings that we've had. So, um, but you know, it's it's. What do we think about the American national team? In the last episode, we talked about how we think the quality around the world is going down, and we obviously figured out that it's because of soccer saturation. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you would never imagine an American playing at Juventus, yeah. ever. I mean, yes, Chelsea. Unless he was yes, like, Chelsea. wow, this guy's a superstar. I mean, Chelsea, I'm not surprised. Dortmund, I'm really not that surprised. You said Giuseppe Rossi. How was that guy? How did that guy do in, uh, in Valencia? He was nasty, dude. His, his, his that was one was player, one player out of the New East Coast. Yeah. I mean, Valencia and then Fiorentina, he yeah. had a great year. He, he was an incredible player, but that's one player. Right. We have like 30 now. Right. Yeah, we do have a lot. We have more, definitely more. Which quality has raised for American players comparatively. The bar. I think, I think the bar is, I think American players used to rely on their grit to mm-hmm. get through games yeah, 100%. at a tournament because at a tournament it's just a, it's a one game deal right so if you could grit through it you you can make a surprise you could fight for the draw take a win and then you advance okay that was the american style you had that fight in yeah. you, right but when you're talking about a, a season you got to be consistent high quality mm-hmm. and i think for the first time we're seeing a not just one or two or three players you're seeing a whole group that are playing are and gaining experience yeah. And maybe yeah, yeah. I'm should still, should, should uh, McKinney be, be a Juventus be a starter no. on a Juventus match? He just That's got signed for twenty three million again. But he's being signed. That's and he's doing well. Deal. He's oh. doing good. But that's that's the money that Schalke is gonna get. No one knows what 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 money he's gonna get. You well, it doesn't I mean? matter. It doesn't matter. If someone's willing to spend that. Yeah, uh, dude. Pulisic went for eighty million. Yeah. Dude. 
So now, Reyna is going to go for 100 eventually and that's at some great. point. You got to be but, but, like going back to the U.S. national team. I think they have the wrong manager. Who? I think they have the wrong coach. Uh, what's the his national name? Oh, um, Jesus Christ. I forget his name. That's no, how good he is. That's how good he is. We don't even remember. He ran off fucking. I mean, other Berhalter. 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 Jesus. You got the wrong coach. You got the wrong coach. He's he's going to see this quality of talent, and I don't think that he's going to be able to know what to do with that group. Exactly. Exactly. So instead of instead of creating a system based around his players and the type of players he has, he's going to force players to play in the wrong position. I don't think any national team coach should be forcing a system. They're, dude, they're going to be – You don't have the time to do that. But they're going to put Pulisic in a in a center-forward yeah. position because they don't know where else to put him. Mancini literally went to Italy and was like, I need enthusiasm. I want to find guys that are like, I'm ready to build back Italy. And yeah. he did that. He didn't come in and say, I have a style and we're going to do this. Southgate, to an extent, did it with England. Right. Right, you look at you look at so these 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 teams these coaches are, are pretty seasoned in that, and I feel like Berhalter just he doesn't last he doesn't know soccer enough because maybe he is there a coach you'd want to see coach the men's national team? I think if there was an American coach, I'd want Jesse Marsh. That's me, or Bob yeah. Bradley, or Bob Bradley actually. I'd I'd want Bob Bradley back for this group of talent this group of talent because it's a, t- know, it's a Je- totally different group of talent but, than which, which is which is almost contradictory because bob bradley was also the guy that had his 35 year old son and josie altador at like 32 playing on his team who's no no no, 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 no. When, he, when he when he had bradley bradley was young when he had his son on the team they were younger no when but bob he, bradley, he, when bob bradley because bob bradley was before Klinsmann, before bruce arena before bruce before Klinsmann. So Bob before Bradley Bruce, had I it was Bob, after Bruce. No, 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 before, before. Okay. So okay. after I, Bruce, back on my, on my after phone. Bruce came some interim manager for one year, and then we had who the we had now, Holder. Yeah. yeah so Bob Bradley had them during the 2002 World Cup to 2006. I think you drink wine straight from the bottle, dude, huh? Thank you for calling me out, bitch. Beautiful. What kind of wine is it? Tell us what kind of wine you're drinking. It is a Malbec from Argentina. Uh, it is a red. It is, uh, it it is a, a sustainably free farm. I like I like Malbec. And it is above uh, ninety points, which, uh, as per my dad, only drink above ninety. Let me ask you a question: Is it a cork or is it a screw off? Screw off. Oh, man, I thought, oh, hang on. Well, you can't you can't judge that anymore by that. Why? Because of the, it's supposed to be shortage bad. of cork. No, 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 no. They're trying shortage to get rid of, of corks. corks because we're running out of the trees. So a lot of bottles are switching to. To, to that. Yeah, you didn't know that, Frankie. Yeah. Come on, get with the times. Cork, the cork yeah. itself, like really good bottles. They, can't re- they should start recycling cork. They should, but why know. can't we recycle cork? Yeah. Okay, dude, tell the whole country, tell the whole world that. Tell the world. Let's start. Yeah, well, start yeah of course. Hey guys, yeah. I, I, I recycle cork. Get into the cork recycling business. Okay, send I, us, send us all of your cork. You send us I, all of your can cork. I, can I say this is one of the things I love about the FMSD podcast? We'll have a whole thing. We'll talk about 2020 recap. We were just talking about the national team. What coach? What coach do you think should be on there? Hey, what are you drinking? What's the climate change? The yeah. uh, cork. What's the cork tree uh, situation going on worldwide? Like we're we're environmentalists. Yeah. Okay. Is, the shit. The conversation. We're more than just. We're this more is, than just soccer it's a sustainable. Podcast. It's a sustainable farm. We're sustainable soccer. We're sustainable soccer personalities. Dude, yeah. That's all. All right. So, question. Question. Bradley, I would want Bradley in this with the, with with this talent. Okay, I go I Jesse like Marsh. Um, any say Jesse Marsh, 
This dude has no clue. He, must... he, has, he doesn't even know who the, the USMS. You... I'm 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 the Giuseppe Rossi in America. I don't like, think... I'm here, but I'm, I'm really Italian. Italian. Yeah, I'm really yeah. Italian. I can't ever wear an American. But I got I got I, 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 I have an Italian passport, a green card. Like that's where dude. I came from. That's where I grew up watching. So I got to get on the US. I got to get on the US bandwagon. We've talked oh about my this. God, dude, we can't and stop. Oh my God, dude, we bypass. I can't believe we went straight to the MLS. We had to get him on the U.S. men na- national team first, and then we get him to the fucking <laughs> yeah. MLS. Start me there. Holy shit! Start I don't even there. know. If you tell me ten players that are on the national team, I would be impressed. I've been telling you two. I, I three. We just named them. We just you, named you could probably name if you name three MLS players on the national team, I would be impressed. There aren't any. I mean, legit. Morris. Morris. Long. Oh no. And that's really it. Nagby should be on there, but he'll Nagby. Never but no, Nagby by choice doesn't play. I know. Good for him, though. I'm, I'm proud of him. He's, 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 got, like, he's, got, he's like Carlos Vela, dude. It's the same thing as Carlos Vela. He's like my family is more important than than anything else. Oh, these guys are right up my alley. Yeah, no, the, no the, but Carlos Vela was different. Keep... Carlos Vela, they were trying to ostracize his ass out. Do you know that? Yeah, yeah, no, well, that was the thing. Nagby got like one one game where he had like really negative reviews, and he was like, fuck this shit. Why should I give a shit about what the world thinks about me? I played my heart out, and then maybe I had a bad game. But you should so keep what? playing. But you should keep playing. Dude, Nagby no, is but it was different. Nagby is incredible. Don't give a fuck, but keep playing. Well, nah. so Santos and Vela was different. It was, they all got caught on a night out. Uh, the Mexican national team at three, it was the yeah, veteran yeah, 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 yeah. and Vela and Dos Santos, and they blamed just the young kids so that the older guys were all right, and it fucked these guys' careers up with their not careers, their family life. So Carlos yeah. Vela goes, "You guys threw me under the bus when it was all of us. Why don't you name everybody?" And he goes, "You know what? Because of that, I'm not gonna play." And the coaches begged the guy to go. Yeah, they begged, yeah, like, "Dude, come play with us, please." And that guy's so good that he was he, he was awesome, man. He's still awesome. Does the U.S. men's national team win the 2026 World Cup? That's uh, two chance. No chance, dude. Really? Yeah, okay, okay. You're saying really? But no France, chance? France. It, Italy, the way, even Italy. I'll put them back in the running yeah, again. Yeah, it's true. Spain, USA, Germany. Are they get to the quarterfinals. After that, it's a gamble. I think, I think they're finally worth like, a, oh, shit, we're playing against the U.S. Uh, like. Like that's a squad. Like the, the team is finally more like known. They're more known. Usually, they, every U.S. player is like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" No, no, no. They're more. They no, 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 Paulo. They're more. They're more known, which puts a target on their back, meaning that there's going to be teams gunning for them. When typically it's the other way around, where they underestimate the U.S. Yeah, and yeah. That's yeah. why the U.S. has that mentality. We're like, okay, underestimate us, and we're going to show you on the shoulder. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when they're coming in and saying, "Oh, we we're we're on our forefront." I would say now you have actually talented players that have, have, have better experience better experience that are being told you're the underdog and they're like, I'm going to fucking prove to you guys I'm not. And that's what I want to see. No, that's the U.S. Mexico I want to see. They don't have the that chip, dude. That these guys, the these they don't have that Tony Miola, like, prima, I'll fucking show you these guys. These prima donnas don't have a chip. Mexico's going to have a better team for the 2026 World Cup. But who's going to have a better team, USA or Mexico? I just said it. Mexico's going to have a better team for the 2020. Oh, you said that. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I didn't hear that part. Sorry. Yeah, no, Mexico's Mexico, going to have a better I think, team. I think we're, uh, they're, they're going to be a solid. Yeah, there's they're a lot of good. young talent. Mexico, they're always good, but there's a lot of quiet, 
really strong I'm re- talent. I'm really Mexico. looking forward to the 2026 World Cup. Oh, I can't Let's wait. I happens. wish it wasn't in Qatar. Look,
and least favorite moment. You know, that's a, that's a great call, man, because that game was probably the most dramatic, dramatic, dramatic. Yeah. Tottenham, dude, Tottenham game. Remember how they got they they got to the final? Uh, they ended up. Uh, Luke, was it was it maybe 2019? I'm mixing my years up. I don't know. That was in 20. That was in 20. That was last year's Champions League. So that was last May, the May before, right? Shit, I don't know, it's man. Okay. I'm, it was I'm, 2019. I'm years. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's all it's one big weird year. I know. But um, that's a good call, dude. I'll, I'll give you that. That was a yeah. good call. You can't find a glass. I can't wait for you to find your memories. So um, uh, any other questions? I think I have. Um, do you have favorite a favorite goal. player of 2020? Favorite player. favorite player from 2020. Oh, favorite player. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Slatan. Slatan. What about you? Give me Zlatan a second. Give me a second. Everybody like. Give me a you second. still got to get to my level. Okay. And I'm I'm 55 years old. Like He's, like that. That's that's so Zlatan. That's I have point. to give 2020 to him. He literally was like, guys, you got to work hard. You want to be a champ. I'm a champ. Yeah, you yeah, still yeah. got to get to me. You, you thought got, I was done. You still got. I came from the MLS, and you still have to get to me. That's true. I dude. have to give it to. Zlatan. He came from the MLS, dude, and he was ripping it. Apart. I remember. I remember when he went to Italy. We were questioning if the He's MLS had gotten better or the Serie yeah. had gotten worse because he went in and made an immediate impact to Serie yeah. A. Raiola said he should have never went to the MLS because yeah. he still had it. His yeah. agent said the MLS that. was the biggest waste of time. Zlatan was like, I took a break. And I still came back better than you guys. What you know what? No, he needed that vacation. The healing. You know he was a Ferrari amongst Fiats. Yeah, that's right. So I, got, I, have to, I have to. I have to give the Zatan. That's mentality strength, okay. man. That's a good. That's a great call. I think in second place. Okay. I'm gonna go Grealish, dude. That dude has been my favorite. <laughs> dude. The dude. Uh, hey, let me spit scotch uh, again. You talk. You talk about you memorable moments. Some more. Do you need to drink some more, Paula? Because that. You, wow. You think you think about you remember memorable games, dude? Aston Villa beat the shit out of Liverpool. I think it was like seven to one or seven nothing or something. Yeah, yeah, like that. I remember that. They kicked the shit out of Liverpool. And Grealish had a hat trick. Yeah, Grealish takes short of his Grealish, play right through that game. Grealish, his shorts, everything about the way he plays, dude. I love that fucking dude, dude. Man, Grealish is my favorite. All right, all right. <laughs> He's the new Slatan, dude. He's the new Slatan. Right, right. I don't even know his voice, man. I, I've never heard him talk. Yeah, yeah, I remember the first time I heard Beckham talk, and he was like, hey, <laughs> Mickey Mouse. And I was like, what the fuck just happened, dude? <laughs> dude, if you were to just blindfold me and listen, and I heard voices, I wouldn't be able to say that's Jack Grealish. I have yeah. no idea what he sounds like, what he says, what he does. I don't know if he's cocky. I don't know if he's like Zlatan. I don't know if he's yeah. Cocky. You never hear him talk. I don't know anything wow. about him. Talk. Yeah. He does. Yeah, he, he lets he, his feet do the talking, dude. Lets his feet do the talking. That's kind of shitty, though. We're talking about personalities. I'm like, oh, Mourinho, we love him. Oh, Zlatan, we love him. It's like saying, like, oh my god, that. Yeah, we love Zlatan because he does his mouth, his mouth, and his feet do the talking. Yeah, right. I mean, going and thinking about like, oh, Graylish. Well, like, Zlatan he... is the Muhammad Ali of soccer. No, oh, that's a good call, man. That's a great nice. call. Nice. So you never said do you have a favorite player of two. Nah, he, he 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 justified it. Graylish, Zlatan, whatever the Graylish, Zlatan for sure. Uh, and I'm I, I really liked Holland. This, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta give some that guy was Holland. scoring some he's nice got good personality, too, dude. I like Holland. He's got on camera, dude. He's I like about him. He's, he's, I like he's, he's like 19, 20 years old. He was scoring goals, 
they were talking shit to him PSG when they mimicked him with the with his with that his, was uh, fucked up his yeah. celebration. That's not fucked up, dude. That's beautiful. That's banter. That's like, look, dude, we respect you, you so you much. Get a card for that. You get a card for that shit, dude. Franco, no, think about it. Cards, if, if somebody did, I love that it. To I love me, it. I love it. I would I laugh it. and say, I'm so good that that entire team. Try yeah. to touch it. Neymar is mimicking. I me. would laugh and I would say thank you for doing that because yeah. now you're showing me respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a sign of respect. I would, I would never be like, oh, the yeah. fuck, it's a, it's a sign of acknowledgement. It's a sign of acknowledgement. Maybe. So going back to the Champions League, we couldn't remember the teams that were there, but obviously Dortmund were there because PSG must have beaten Dortmund. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, no. But I'm saying that that guy had. He, I, I think he had an incredible. And the, the fact that we didn't talk about Lewandowski, I'm impressed because Franco also blows him almost as much as he does Graylish. Best number nine in the world. He just dude. got named Player of the Year. Best number nine in the world. You're right. But, you got any play of the year? Yeah. So, he's I mean, to, to me, I, I like seeing Holland because he's kind of like, that guy just can't stop scoring. He's the he's gonna, Nice, good. He'll replace, he'll replace Lewandowski at Bayern. Yeah. Actually, I, I believe that for one. I don't think he's going to stay in Germany. Yeah, no, he Regardless, will. but he's that, like, he's he that will. successor. Bayern, Bayern is that type of team. Dude, dude, Lewandowski went from Dortmund to Bayern. Yeah. Both they did. Who's your favorite? Almost did. Who's your favorite player to watch? Up and coming. Ooh. Up and coming favorite player to watch? Yeah. Grealish. Fati? <laughs> Grealish again. Grealish. Uh, Fati. Fati is nasty, dude. <laughs> Dylan. Uh, Dylan. Awesome watch. I love, dude. Chucky Lozano for me has been. Chucky's been fun. I love his turn. Uh, that guy watching. I him love play. the hip. I love that him and Gattuso are finally like they click. Think about it. They had to go through their shit to become like BFFs. It's even better. It's almost like perfect. You're gonna see him like high fiving. They're gonna take a picnic down later. They're gonna probably like wear matching oh, outfits. Good manager, dude, that's a great manager. You gotta give the gats. You gotta give the gats. Gats, man. There's no other way you could call him. I don't know why you said Gattuso is the gats. So uh, my my favorite player to watch is um, Frank. Grealish, we know. No, Frankie De Jong. Frankie Francis. To me, Frankie De Jong will be the next best player in the player. world. I love the fact his his soccer IQ. Is up there with like Xavi, I think it's incredible. Oh, dude. I don't know, Xavi's that's big. Dude, shoes. Go, think about it, think about he, it. He's, young, he's good. Good. That's big why, why, dude, he's, he drops back for Barcelona and plays sweeper at times if he needs. Look, the dudes, the Coleman, dudes Coleman the is a Dutch is coach, the young is. is a Dutch national team player. Essentially, this team should pivot around the young, and he cannot do it yet. Meaning that, in my opinion, maybe he's lacking something. That doesn't allow Komen to give him the reins of the team. Maybe it's a lack of a team. When you're when your best center midfielder Barcelona, are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, what is their back line? Well, who is their back line? Who Messi? is he? Because 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 Frankie De Jong has been playing in the back. I give you I give you a, a I know how you're feeling as a big Barca fan. Yeah, when Inter won the treble, yeah, that team, the years following. You have to watch that happen. Oh, yeah. Disgusting. And you're sitting there That's going, disgusting. remember when we were we Schneider, awesome. Eto, Mike Kahn, like all the best, On the top best of the, of the best top of the world. And then you're like watching these guys and you're still trying to justify it. So you stop talking. You're like, all right, after seven years, uh, you got to prove to me. And I saw I see happen to Barcelona. Real Madrid, I think, reacted a bit better with Ronaldo, but not great. A bit better, yeah, and yeah. Barcelona's doing what Inter did. I'm not saying, and that's why I agree with him about the, it's the presidency, yeah, because he made too many. He he guided those reins. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm not saying Frankie Dion is the 
best young player around. You literally just said he's going to be the best player in the world. So literally, you said that. I mean, I'm not even mincing words. He will. No, he will. He will be. But I'm just saying he's not. I don't even know. I don't exciting, dude. But he's good. Uh, To me, he's great. Yeah, he's good. He's fun to watch. I watch him. I enjoy it. Um, I I hate the fact that people are all about Vinicius. Um, he's fast. He's good. He gets a better. That guy misses so many chances. He's like Sterling. There's a lot of players calling out Fati that have played with him. Like, dang, you think in practice and whatnot. Like, they're watching him going, this dude's doing things. What about about Reyna? I think he's there, dude. I've told you this. He's my favorite American to watch. And I think that he's going to be top five in the world. You were were my favorite American to watch. I know they lost. I know they lost five to one. They lost five to one over the weekend. But did you see his goal? Did you no. see the touch and then the flick with the outside of his no, right good. foot over there's, the goalie? There's, there's better. Reyna is nasty, dude. Players. Do you think Reyna is better than his father? Yes. Is Gio better than Claudio? Really? Yes. Okay, Gio maybe maybe on his feet. Is he mentally better than his father? Yes. We'll both. I'm we'll both. I think. Both. Okay, better. that's because that, I think that's the bigger question. I think Gio's got more resilience. Claudio played at a time when soccer was at its peak. 1990 was massive, dude. Yeah. Massive. You're talking about Metadona, the 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 you're West Germany, our, you know, back in my we're, day. We're back to you know we're reminiscing on nostalgic times. Yeah, yeah we're was back. so much better in the ninety fives. Nineteen ninety, nineteen ninety, Cole was not that good of a band. Yeah, they played less games. Yeah, they did play. Did they play <laughs> less games? Or did, was it just not televised as much? They no, they played less games. Fact, dude, they only had like. They played Copa they, they didn't have some Nations they, League tournament. Yeah, but they had friendlies. They had friendlies. Yeah, that weren't even televised. That's my yeah. point. Is that every I miss, game is I miss televised. Imagine a Sunday right now. Every game is televised now. You know what I mean? So no, all right, one, more, one more final, final, final question. Um, takeaway from 2020. What what is something that you can take away from 2020? Um I would say it proved how much we love the sport because as soon as it was taken, it's when something's taken away from you. How much did you miss it? We were like, hey, yeah, you know what? I kind of went on without it. Yeah. Whereas it was the opposite. We were like, fuck. When is so- any, anything soccer coming anything back? Anything soccer. Anything. Can I kick anything right now? Yeah. Yeah, so, I know. Out of the box challenge? Oh, my God, I'm in. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? So I would say 2020 reminded us that we the world loves this sport. Mm-hmm. And it came back, and it was back before many other sports. Yep. They made it work. COVID cases, you had as People long as you as, as long as you have 13 players, we're playing. Like soccer is soccer is the lifeblood of this planet. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I was gonna say that um creativity. No, creativity to to bring in the sport in because it was along the lines of what Paolo said that you know soccer is a lifeblood of the planet, but more than anything, it was if you want to just engage with the sport you're going to come up with ways soccer tennis corner kick challenge uh we're going to do soccer golf we're going to juggle you're going to do basement soccer tennis with one-on-ones you're going to do something because there's so much pull to this that people start getting creative i mean you saw people juggling you saw people just doing more because of the fact that they they're so engaged with it so if anything it's like the resilience of the sport isn't going to con- be contained based off of something that's happening. And yeah. if anything, it unites more people because regardless of political affiliation, regardless of 
you know, what's happening around the world, people are joining together to play the sport that they love. You make fun of each other's teams. You make fun of each other's teams. You see that the world got together, and regardless of the flaws of Maradona, people are saying like, "Oh, Maradona passed away." Lost some greats. Look, everybody loves them. The only the only people that were bitter about the whole Maradona thing was like the keeper for England, right? And it was hilarious. What what uh, uh did you see? What the Gaza said about the keeper? No, what are you saying? So there was a there was an interview, and the keeper comes out and he goes, "Oh, Maradona was a cheat." Uh, he scored a goal with his hands, this and that. I don't know what. And then the Gaza, right? Uh, Gascon. Yeah. yeah. He ends up coming out and he goes, the only reason why you're remembered in soccer was because of him. And he said this in live. And you could see the the keeper. The, the, I don't even know his name. He yeah. just kind of goes somber and sad and like, fuck, like you're right. Yeah, you're right. And everybody else in the fucking, in the, in the TV network starts laughing because guess Keown just fucking lit him up and he goes, you're no, you wouldn't be remembered if it wasn't because of him. Yeah. So, I mean, we see some sad times. We see some great times we see. And it's just the love for the sport, man. That's what it's, what's, it's what's beautiful. I think, I think what I take away from the 2020 is that soccer got us through it. Like if it weren't for soccer, if it weren't for that hope, to play again if it weren't for those even those just Nike having us sites. as friends to chat while to talk, there was no to, nothing to going talk on. about soccer just to, yeah. to to do this podcast to interview yeah. um the guys from soccer town usa to interview melissa ortiz uh just to continue talking about soccer even though there was no soccer was great and yeah. i think i think that's what i take away i think i think you're right tito boredom sparks creativity People found ways to play soccer, or talk about soccer, or play new games. And you got Kyle Martino. You had your friends from soccer yeah. that become like Yeah, players. exactly. I think I think that's what it was. I think people, like you said, people missed it more than ever. It was like all of a sudden everyone was retired from soccer. Yeah. And they were like, holy shit, I miss it more than yeah. anything. And we didn't move on. No, we, we waited it for it to come. No, back. no, no, dude, I couldn't wait, dude. Yeah. Got the the those runs at the Nike site were some of my favorite times, dude. I brought, uh, I went out and bought a manual lawnmower just to cut the grass so that we could play soccer tennis, dude. <laughs> I have an old book where it was like a Bernstein Bears, and that lawnmower is in. I brought and a my, push lawnmower, my, dude. My two-year-old, lawnmower. my two-year-old said, "Fuenkies lawnmower." Yeah, Fuenkies. That's how much we love the game, dude. I went out and I purchased a lawnmower just so we could play soccer tennis, dude. Yeah. I would set up two courts. People would come. There'd be 20 of us out there playing, man. It was it was fantastic. We had the young TNF, which is something that was new this year, so basically, too. Something we never done before. The, the friends you built in soccer got us through 20. Oh, dude. And I gained friends. We yeah, gained even more, more friends. Closer. We got, my Mike, wife, we got I, Mike Coolis. We got Mike Coolis. We got the greatest I had a baby story Oh, ever. my God. Mike Coolis might be my hero of 2020, man. No, it, 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 and it's honestly one of those where it's the soccer community, man. Even then, being here, I was eager about Tuesday nights, regardless of the fact that – I mean, dude, I've slept six hours in the past two days, and I'm still like, you know what? I, I can't wait till Tuesday night. I'm yeah. going to be exhausted, but I'm going to do it. And it was a matter of – you know, uh, you guys were playing and I was vicariously living through you guys. I haven't played soccer, legit soccer, since February. It's yeah. been 10 months for me, almost 11. And it's a matter of, you know, I, I, I'm so excited about the day that I'm going to actually play that that's what's 
it's a big motivating really factor well. for the fact that that's that just oh, yeah. it's, it's invigorating in that sense so uh the passion we talked about this last week and it kind of filters into this week and what is one of our takeaways of 2020 the passion doesn't go if you're really into the into the game man legit good call man good call i think that's a great way to wrap up the show passion the love your we'll friends you in your teammates everyone yeah um we're not stopping i don't necessarily know that this is our last show of 2020 but it very well very might well be. might be but um you're definitely going to hear more from us so thanks again for listening to our show we love all of our fans we love uh talking about soccer and we hope you love the show as well so yeah, well and, and i know you said it earlier but best friend material right there fellas all right best friend material man everybody all stuff, around, dude. Yeah. everyone's my best friend man yeah, everyone's bro. my best friend <laughs> dawson's creek of podcasts good job guys good oh night, my guys. god i want to cry thanks for listening to fm soccer talk to catch our next episode subscribe on apple podcast google podcast and spotify you will not want to miss it